0: This is the A.R. Podcast.
1: The train rights itself. The angle falls behind. Again it feels its motion at the small of its back. For several miles, the tracks hug the ocean, which is close enough to touch. The shallowest waves lap against mere inches of shore. He sees a stone bridge, scattered islands, the size of rooms, gracious gray and white homes with pleasant views, boxy houses built on stilts, lone herons and cormorants perch on bleached wooden posts, boats with naked masts, crowd the marina. It is a view his father would have appreciated, and Gogol is reminded of the many times he had driven with his family on cold Sunday afternoons to the sea. There were times when it had been so cold that they had simply sat in the car in the parking lot looking at the water. His parents sharing tea from a thermos in the front seat, the engine running to keep him warm. <laughs> Once they had gone to Cape Cod, driving along that curving piece of land, until they could drive no further. He and his father had walked to the very tip across the breakwater, a string of giant grey slanted stones, and then, on a narrow, final inward, crescent of sand. His mother had stopped after a few stones and waited with Sonia, too young to go with them, at her side. Don't go too far, his mother had warned. Don't go so that I can't see you. His legs began to ache halfway there, but his father marched ahead, stopping at times to let Gogol an arm, his body slightly tilted when he rested on a rock. While on these rocks, some far apart enough to make them pause and consider the best way to reach the next one, water had surrounded them on both sides. It was early winter, ducks swam in the tide pools. The waves flowed in two directions. He's too little, his mother had called out. Are you listening? He's too little to go so far. Google had stopped then, thinking that perhaps his father would agree. What do you say? His father had said instead. Are you too little? No, I didn't think so. At the end of the breakwater, there was a field of yellow reeds to the right and dunes beyond, and the ocean behind it all. He had expected his father to turn back, but still, they had continued, stepping onto the sand. They walked along the water to the left, heading toward the lighthouse, past rusted both frames, fish spines as thick as pipes attached to yellow skulls, a dead gull whose feathery white breast was freshly stained with blood, They began to pick up small faded black stones, with white stripes running around them, stuffing them into their pockets so that they drooped on either side. He remembers his father's footprints in the sand, because of his limp. The right toe of his shoe was always turned outward, the left straight ahead. Their shadows that day were unnaturally slender and long, leaning in toward each other. The late afternoon sun at their backs, they paused to regard a cracked wooden boy, painted blue and white, shaped like an old parasol. The surface was wrapped with thin brown strands of seaweed, and encrusted with barnacles. His father lifted and inspected it, pointing to a live mussel underneath. Finally, they stood by the lighthouse, exhausted, surrounded by water on three sides, pale green in the harbor, azure behind. Overheated from the exertion, they unzipped their coats, His father stepped away to urinate. He heard his father cry out they had left the camera with his mother. All this way and no picture, he said, shaking his head. He reached into his pocket and began to throw the striped stones into the water. We will have to remember it then. They looked around, at the gray and white town that glowed across the harbor. Then they started back again. For a while, trying not to make an extra set of footsteps, inserting their shoes into the ones they had just made. A wind had picked up so strong that it forced them to stop now and then. Will you remember this day, Gogo? His father had asked, turning back to look at him, his hands pressed like earmuffs to either side of his head. How long do I have to remember it? Over the rise horizon followed the wind, he couldn't hear his father's laughter. He was standing there waiting for Gogol to catch up, putting out a hand as Gogol drew near. Try to remember it always, he said once Gogol had reached him, leading him slowly back across the breakwater to where his mother and Sonia stood waiting. Remember that you and I made this journey, that we went together to a place where there was nowhere left to go. Welcome back! It did really feel like an eternity. I had the pleasure of meeting some of you, my amazing followers, last week in a Let's Talk event, and it was really fun to sit down and talk to you. We talked about a variety of subjects, and it was really nice to know your opinions on different matters. I really enjoyed the event, and I didn't really feel the time pass by. It was an absolute honor, and I hope we can hold another event soon. In the event, I did mention a challenge that I would want everybody who's got a little bit of a time to participate in. It's a book reading challenge and I did ask people who attended my event to suggest me books via my email address. All you need to do is to identify a book that you want me to read. Maybe send some of the pages that you think is interesting and then I'll read it for you. Thank you. The book you just listened to was Jhumpa Lahiri's masterpiece, The Namesake. I've seen this movie but comparing the two, I enjoy the book more. Reading a book is all about a process. So I suggest everybody to read the book first and then watch the movie. My, this week's guest is an architect and also my professor at my university. When you talk to him, it feels like you're swimming in an ocean of knowledge. You feel so free. It was simply outstanding to sit down and talk to him. Please welcome Dr. Mehdad Javi ben This
0: is the AR Podcast.
1: So thank you so much for the time. It's uh, it's a pleasure, and it, it was it was pretty amazing because um, I'm one of the uh, students in our university, somebody who's really um, like really likes your style of teaching, and I think I'm not alone. I think there's a lot of people who like, really love the style you teach. In.
0: Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I think it's a time to make a possible the possibilities uh, move to change the way of life that we have. Any minute, in my opinion, is a chance to change, to change to a better mood. So, I welcome you here, and and I hope that we two together may
1: have another way to work. Yeah, sure, sure. definitely. So, um, one of the reasons I'm sitting here with you today is uh, because I always wanted to understand your ideology. And uh, when I first met you in in one of our our classes, um, I was blown away by the way you were teaching. I I thought it was uh, new. At the same time, we don't don't really have a lot of professors in our university who um, follow this style, basically, that you teach. Uh,
0: Probably you're right. Maybe it's because of my connection to the other academic uh, area, academic organization in such as the universities, research centers or any other similar organizations. I think that uh, as time is passing, the way of living must be changed. Uh, We are not supposed to have our own experience to make it, to create it. We can share our experiences with the others so we can have a better way to to live, to work, to communicate. Communication is the base of the today philosophy. So I follow this concept. That's the reason that I changed my style of working, teaching, connection with the students. But totally, I believe in net, In merging the people, we can achieve a better result. And not only the result a concept, a way, a system that can create and change even the system and upgrade it. So that's the reason I am following this way of teaching.
1: And I believe like uh, most of the students that have classes with you, are in love with you. And it's uh, mostly, I think, because of the fact that you always have time and you always uh, manage. Uh, Like when somebody comes to you and says, hey, I got a question. You never say uh, like, you know, I can't answer your question right now. You're always free to talk. And that's, I think, that's very, very important. Uh, Maybe I'm more reason than the others, because
0: I believe in chances. I believe in uh, possibilities in our normal life. Any question, any event around us is a chance to be upgraded, to to make us stronger, and to make us observe others and uh, the conditions better than before so while i am answering a question first of all the question has made a change in my philosophy it's a shock it's a shock to manage my ideology again in a in a, another way that it was before so that's the reason it's important for me to be connected with the students and spend more time. I'm not spending time. I'm paying uh, the cost of upgrading. This is my opinion. I'm not
1: answering any question. We, too, are upgrading ourselves. Of course. Um, as, a, as a professor, uh, number one, uh, how did you even get into teaching uh, architecture? What, what, what was the reason you started doing this? It's a nice question because... Maybe uh, the better question is, how
0: did you enter to architecture at all? Uh, suddenly, it was a challenge for me to, to study architecture. It was because of my lovely teacher that I had. Anyway, it's a, it's a story. It's a long story. But uh, I, I, I have uh, grown up in a family who were teachers. My father was teacher, my mother was a kind of teacher, uh, my uncle was a teacher. So it was a base, it was, it was a basic uh, uh, structure that I, we had in our family. Uh, but when I entered to the university, it was just an accident, because uh, the university was not eager to, to accept any new professor at that time. I was passing by the university and I decided to enter and uh, and apply for uh, working there. Uh, And they answered me, yes, you can, you may come and join us.
1: You had no idea? We had no idea.
0: (laughs) Uh, And I entered to the university by teaching the course of material technology. That was my first course. I I never forget those days. Material uh, specification goes to construction materials, exactly. Uh, we tried to work with the materials in the class. So gypsum in class, breaks in the class. That, and that was new for, the, for everybody. And I had a very good reference. I made a very good reference. Because the, the students who were in the first year of studying uh, uh, tried to make good research A good experience, and I had a good uh, history from those days. A very good uh, document I have made from those days. So uh, maybe it was an accident, but I don't believe in accidents. I was supposed to be there, (laughs) so I was there.
1: (laughs) So, uh, so do you believe in destiny? Uh,
0: Destiny, yes, because. it's a long story. Yeah. Let us let me ask a question. Sure. Are you sure we are here? Not really, no. <laughs> but actually, this is the most uh, acceptable uh, decision that we are here, yeah. more than the other ideas. If we are here, that we are here, From only from morning till now, we have done many things, consciously and unconsciously. The question is this, we have done those things to reach here and to be here, or we are here so we were so we were supposed to do those things, it's a loop, Yeah, it's a loop. So I believe in loop in destiny, destiny is correct, it's
1: acceptable, but it is not fixed, yeah. we can change this. So I believe if uh, I'm supposed to be, uh, I'm supposed to go from A to B, fine. Uh, everything that I do, like, I, I, I don't really know if I'm supposed to be going from A to B. I have no idea. Like the life is taking me from A to B, but uh, at the same time, all the things that are happening around me are helping me achieve that. So it's like everything is written. But um, and I think I'm like you know I'm making progress. I think I'm making those moves myself, even though I, I'm pretty sure that everything around me is making moves as well. Like, the nature is making moves. All the people around me are making moves. Meaning, everybody's helping me achieve what I'm supposed to be achieving. Or even wise versa. Oh, wise versa. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's that's true. Yes, yeah. I'm supposed to be going from A to B, but everybody's doing their best for you. Yeah. yeah.
0: They're hired to do that. Yeah, exactly. Unconsciously. Yeah, unconsciously, <laughs> exactly.
1: Fine, this, this was one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you. Because I knew, like, um, I started to write questions, because I always do this. But then I said... Uh, Let's not do that because I don't think you're the kind of person that I want to be sitting down and just doing an interview with. I want to know, understand you. I don't want to ask you questions and you just answer my questions back. I must
0: thank you again because I don't know myself either, and <laughs> <laughs> you help me to know myself. Yeah,
1: sure. So um, this is a question that I have, and it's been—I've been always been like you know thinking myself like this question. And um, I have my own ideology in this, but I don't really. Um, I really want to understand yours. Um, do you believe that there is another world after this life, and after we die, we go into another world and we live another life? Uh, it's very hard
0: for me to stop thinking. Yeah. Um, if the death is in a disappearing from the world, from the nature, or any other explanation, where will go my ability of thinking. Mm-hmm. So I cannot stop thinking, so I will continue my life. Uh, I'm not going to think about uh, to present again in the world in, in another shape of the human or some other things. No, uh, we, are, we are passing in a way. We are not supposed to come back and try again and try again. It's unacceptable, uneligible. So, I think that there would be another world, then there would be another conditions to continue the, the life. And the life, the meaning of, of life must be changing there. Probably some other things, uh, some other factors are acting there. Yes, I believe in another world because I am not able to stop thinking.
1: Yeah. And this is one of the reasons that people continue living, basically. They say, uh, like, there's this phenomena in India, mostly, that um, one of the reasons that, like, somebody who's rich can live next to somebody who's really, really poor. Yeah. Is that the poor person believes that when they die, they might be in a position where... In a better position than before,
0: yeah, that's right. But I'm not thinking about that. Better position, I believe, because because we have done something. If there is no result, there is no point for my activity in this life... The life is useless. So I must achieve another position, better position, higher position in the other life, according to the, my past and the history. So, yes, I believe in the, another way of life
1: and upgrading. I see. And what do you think about death? About what do I? In general, what do you think about death? Like you say, um, are you scared of it? No.
0: No, no. Uh, another question. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, the mood of uh, of your childhood if uh, you could see your present position now, how could he accept this amount of pressure, thinking, and decisions you must make and some other things yeah it's impossible it's to put impossible. this position in your young position, uh, your young time yes. so again we will, we will have I think the same thing uh, another word is the beginning of my end life in this world. Mm-hmm. so it's I'm passing we are progressing in a way let's
1: see okay because um, I believe death is something that we can never understand right do you think we can understand it
0: uh, yes, we can. as far as you are closer to death, you can imagine better and deeper. Uh, I believe in this because we have uh, an amount of knowledge and because of the amount of the knowledge, uh, at the age of uh, this amount of uh, capability with uncapability and unknown things, we we make imagination. So the imagination based on our uh, ability, capability, and because of touching the close area, the close cloud of unknown things. So when, I, when we are closing to the death time, we can deeper and um, uh, brighter think about the other step. Yeah. The same thing that you do every day, because you can plan for the tomorrow uh, better than yesterday. For the day after to yes, tomorrow. Yeah. So when we are closer to the time that you, are, you have to do something, you can decide better. You can imagine the mood that you may have it. It's the same thing that you have you did today. Uh, you, were, you you could uh, prepare yourself for such conversation or any other plan that you have after this conversation. Uh, much more better than if you, you had to decide it
1: last week. Yeah. So I think that the, the age is very important. You mean deliver the level of maturity? Yes. Even in our thoughts, that makes us imagine even... Uh, of course. Yeah, of course. even better. So, uh, like, this is how I um, imagine death to be. I, I see... Um, you've, of course, seen a waterfall. Yeah, you, you, you must have seen a wa- waterfall once or twice in your life. So, when you see a waterfall, uh, what you see is just water, like, you know, it's just a stream of water going down a mountain or something. But you don't really know what's happening behind the waterfall, right? Mm. So... Uh, when you go inside because i 'm pretty sure like none of us have the imagination of like what 's happening behind a waterfall? maybe the, there 's no mountain behind it or there, maybe there 's a cave, right? So I believe death is just like that. When you go inside a waterfall, you see, oh my God, hey there 's another world here maybe I've no idea yes. Maybe, maybe yes, yes. So um, this is how I see death like sometimes um, and uh, this is what I believe in. Death is uh, us losing people in time. Thank you. Time. A good uh, t- this is all about time. It's not about the fact that, I, I, like, this is what I be, really believe in. That uh, I lose you because your time is different than my time now. Like you've gone to some somewhere else. That our timings are, not, are just not the same. Uh, maybe we
0: can translate the, your idea to this example. When we go to a trip, the same thing happens. We miss the people that we like in our country, in our place. And we meet another people, some new people. Uh, so it's it is happening all together. Missing the others and they miss you. Yeah. But you're in somewhere else and you're continuing your life. They are living, continuing their life too. Exactly. Yes.
1: Yeah. Just the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, I rec- I've recently gone to Shiraz. It was the first time I did. And uh, it's a shame really to say that it was the first time. Uh, I went to Shiraz and uh, my problem is that I have a phobia of height. Uh, Height for me is something which is like, I'm too scared of it. I'm too scared. So for me to sit in an airplane and go to another, like it's, it just, it's not easy. And I, I always think about, okay, what if this happens? What if something goes wrong and I die? Fine. This is everything I think about. Um, so during the flight, and it was uh it was a really bumpy flight, so it just went up and down it just it was killing me. I couldn't feel the back of my neck i i really thought I was having a heart attack so uh, at the time i'm thinking I was thinking about death and everything but then i said um i I looked at my wife i said uh so what if uh, what if we die I said something like that and she said uh so so what so what is what is the negative thing you're thinking uh, about so if we die." Uh, just we're going to be just like the million other people who've died so far. So it's not a, a you know, um, scary thing, basically. That made me think really about this. And when, when I wanted to talk to you, I said, okay, let me ask this question because I really want to know what you think about it.
0: Uh, I had the same experience. I was in a flight. I was supposed to go to Kerma And when we reached over the sky up there, uh, the plane didn't land. It moved and moved and moved. A very tough man was sitting beside me. He didn't even answer my hello when I entered. After some turning of the airplane, he asked me, Do you think there was a problem? I said, No, I don't think. I'm sure. <laughs> 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 and he said, How are you called? I said, I'm sure about myself. I'm not a very unique man, I'm someone like the others. So if we are going to suppose to be alive, it's not because of me. But I'm sure among the people who are sitting in this plane, there is only one that that the God will save the plane for them, for him. So if there is one, I will be saved. And if there is not, okay, everybody dies. This is the story.
1: Yeah,
0: and he was shocked with my answer.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And we, uh, of course, we landed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, so um, just to come out of this um, subject, I, I went to Shiraz, and Shiraz was an amazing city. It was like, a like, I don't, I don't understand why uh, people come to Tehran. Yes. Like we have so many beautiful cities, and uh, when I went to Shiraz, the only thing I, I could under, like I could get from it was that I felt connected. Yes. I've gone to so many different cities in, in, in the world, but none of them were as, like, you know, I went to Shiraz and I, the first thing I said was, uh, I just feel like I've been here before. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a power. It's a connection that I feel and I get from it. I went to um, the the police. That's, like, you know, one of the um, things that, like, everybody does when they go to Shiraz. But then uh, I didn't want to um, listen to anybody. I just wanted to sit down and feel like I had some sort of a connection with it. We went to um, Hafizier and I just sat down, sat on the so ground. And of course, the, uh, the, uh, the security came and told me, like, you know, you shouldn't be sitting <laughs> down here. <laughs> but I just sat down, I said, like, let me just feel it. just someone, feel you it. You're. You're, You're completely
0: right. Shiraz is a, a very unique city. Um, that's why that it's very, too dangerous for the young men to go there. Why is it? Because they get quickly. Yeah. And I'm sure they will succeed. They will have a better life if they do that. Yeah. Uh, they are nice people. They have a good experience in life. Style. They spend their time in the uh, quality of life, not the, the quantity of life. They sleep enough, they work enough. Exactly. They, 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 everything is important there because of their life aside, the value of the life, not any other things. Yeah. And I believe in Shirazian people. and I, That's my uh, destiny. I, I think that someday I'll go there and live for the rest of my life. Exactly. I'm, really, uh, waiting for, I'm really waiting for that.
1: Yeah, well, I, I was uh, with, with friends and with my wife. And we, we were thinking, we said, uh, I think each and every one of uh, us who live in Tehran, we need to go to a place like Shiraz every two months, three months, just to relax. And there's no stress. Uh, everybody's smiling. Uh, everybody's saying, "Like, what's like, what's what is it? Like, come on, calm down. Everything's going to be fine." Like, it, like it, I love that. I just love it. The air breathes like you know. They just the air is telling you to relax. Like is, the okay. charm of the, people, the
0: eyes of the people. They exactly. Say, it's, yeah. I I can compare Shiraz with Milan. I do love. Milan too, the same life I have, uh, I have had and have there, maybe in Milan, Italy or Shiraz in Iran. This is the the, the the end of uh, my
1: life uh, interest, of course, at least. <laughs> uh, do you think the people of Shiraz are uh, kind of different from other people of Iran? I kind of felt that, meaning uh, maybe because. Um, we get a lot of tourists going to Shiraz, so they're more accepting of no, different cultures. No, 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 Because the same thing happens in Mashhad.
0: Mm-hmm. The same thing happens in Isfahan. Maybe in Isfahan, much more tourists you can see. It goes to their uh, nature, their, uh, the life that they have. The, you talk about the Persepolis. That was an empire. Yeah. You're talking about the, the people of... The, an empire yeah. in these days. Isfahan is was another empire that you when we are talking about Isfahan, directly you go to the Safavid era. But uh Safavid era was in, in challenge, all the time in challenge. But the late history of Iran shaped in uh Shiraz in Perspolis, and in that time the uh, the era of Iran was not in challenge with Iran. He was, it was the, same, the stronger uh, government, uh, the innovative government the innovated government the experienced government and uh, humanistic governments. So I think that you are talking about the people of an empire, an ancient yeah. empire. Like uh, Abiyane. There is a big difference between the people of Abione and Koshio. They are almost at the same location.
1: Yeah.
0: But they don't think they the world, they don't see the world the same way, in the same way. Abiyane goes from, uh, the, the people from Abiyane was not living there all the time. Uh, they immigrated from some other places. They were making, they were a part of another empire. So it goes to the history, I think, to the background. of It, it, it has changed, it has moved to their uh, chromosome to their genes, to 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 look there around. This is a concept. It's a physical event, the
1: concept, not only the mental concept. Um, if you were given a chance to go back to any era in Iran, would you go back to the Safavid era,
0: or any other? I'm era? sure
1: that you know the answer. I'm
0: a challenger. Yeah. I do like to ch- to be in challenges. So yes, yes, I did like to go there. And to try my best to, to understand better, uh, uh, to understand the higher the level of uh, not only the knowledge, the uh, humanistic uh, ideologies, uh, philosophies of the life there. Even that period, uh, yes, I do like to the go there. Uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Sheikh Bahai. Sheikh Bahai was uh, a very complicated man. He was excellent. He was unique in everything exactly by the three years of, that, uh, of his last life, years of life. And tut, uh, generally, and unacceptably, he changed his idea. And he was all the time uh, concentrating knowledge and human uh, energies, and human thought, and then at the end of his life, he changed uh, his idea and said, all of them are nonsense. You know, only the God and the Sharia and the Islam is everything, and we are we were following uh, uh, not the God, so we have to throw all of them away. It's a challenge. We maybe uh, I had a chance to talk with Mr.
1: Sheikh Baha'i. How can I describe it? Yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, definitely. Uh, you mentioned Milan. And uh, I wanted to ask you this question, because you have this project that you take, um, like I said, uh, you always have a workshop in the University of Milan? Not only and in Milano, Europe, even yeah. in
0: Tehran, in uh, Barcelona, in Roma, and one time in Istanbul. So it's an
1: architecture-based and... Uh, Ar-
0: architecture and urbanistic. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, can you explain a little bit more? Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, it was... Just a shock that I was invited for a seminar in Milano, Polytechnic di Milano. Uh, It was because of one of my uh, students that was uh, studying uh, in PhD course there, and he suggested, uh, she suggested to the uh, to the university that there is someone who can talk about Iran, and they accepted me, and uh, I was supposed to have a very limited conference and send a limited seminar and uh, about 20 minutes. Uh, I was waiting to meet 15, 20, 25 people there. I was shocked because the solemn was full of the Iranian students. And more than 90% of them were not in architectural field. They were not studying architecture. Sciences, philosophy, art, and so on. And that time, one of them told me that this is the first time after the revolution that we can meet a professor from Iran talking about something. And we are proud of that. So that's why we are here. That was a good uh, beginning for me. I tried my best to, uh, to understand this position, this chance that I have got. So it happened and happened again. After two or three days, the university suggested me to make uh, a trip, an academic trip for the Iranian students, and I accepted and I did it. It was good; it was acceptable, well, because it was the first time that Iranian student can touch the um, uh, a foreign uh, system of the teaching in the University of Politecnico di Milano. Uh, but time by time, and after. Uh, Time I I had a better uh, result of the trip of the students and uh, it continued with an agreement between the two universities of Iran and uh, Azad University of Iran and Politecnico di Milano Uh, a very great agreement between the two universities and a great welcome from Politecnico di Milano to Iranians It was unbelievable. And we were supposed to have many seminars, many workshops, many academical events in Iran or in Italy, or even in other universities that are related or are in a chain with Polytechnic in Milan around the world. I was invited two times to NYIT. NYIT is located in New York. And I was the first person from Iran who was invited to there to to share in conference, Uh, But the University of Azad couldn't succeed to use this possibility. And from last year by now, meanwhile I am still the, the responsible man for Iran and Italy connections in universities. Polytechnic uh, Milano signed an, uh, an agreement with me that the same possibility can be done through my company, my consulting company. So from that time, in September, we are supposed to have a group of students with the new shape of agreement to take them and have a seminar there. I believe in connections because most of the, the students in Iran are thinking about living in outside of Iran, uh, studying in uh, foreign universities, and they don't have a a stronger uh, scheme of that. To to achieve such a scheme, they have to pay a lot. They have to spend a lot. uh, And maybe they don't succeed. In a very short time, in in a week, they can touch the university from the heart of the university they can touch the system of teaching there. They can touch the system of life because they go to the campus, campus of these universities. They live with the other students. And this is safe, the most safe uh, way that they can decide correctly for the future. Yeah. So this is the, the, the main reason, the main uh, uh, idea that I have. Uh, but the other one is having an experience, uh, a professional experience. They get... A certificate that is valuable in any other places to, to show it that we are, I have passed these courses. So the first step is this. The first uh, idea of this trip is to make a, a real mood of the living in a foreign country for Iranian students to to, to be in a safest smooth.
1: And do you think this has been a success?
0: Of course, of course, because. Um, uh, through the five, uh, four uh, trips that we had, uh, we have seven students that are now living in Milano. Uh, excuse me, five of them. And two, have, two of them went to Florence. So, you know, the dif- there is a difference between living in Milano and Florence. Uh, the atmosphere doesn't go to the physical parts. It, it's, it's, it, co- it talks about concept of life. It, it's totally different living in Florence or, or Milano. Uh, because of their uh, uh, perspective of life, they uh, decided to live and study yeah. Yes, I was such a. I'm sure that I did. Seven, just seven. Yeah. But uh, you
1: think about even one of them. It's a huge yes, possibility. Exactly, yes. Come from a country like Iran, that's amazing. That's, yeah. that's beautiful. So thank you so much for doing this, like to all your students. I'm not doing the, um, such a
0: uh, possibility, I'm not making such a possibility for uh, in myself only or the others. I have to do that because it's a way that I can uh, move faster and stronger and touch stronger and uh, most uh, close to the present ideology, scientific ideology of the world in the universities that we go there. It makes me
1: more strong than okay. before. Yeah. It's a chance for me too. Uh, as a professor, how do you um, keep upgrading yourself? How do you update yourself?
0: Uh, in Europe? With the help of the VPs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I have to say that. Yes, I passed through the walls and... Uh, I'm always connected through the internet to the points that I'm allowed to be connected and uh, get the the latest experience that they have. I always suggest to the students, go to the YouTube. YouTube is a a system that you can find anything, from the worst to the best. Like the life. Even here, you can find anything that you like. You can find an instrument to kill some people or to help others to live better. This is a decision. That it goes to the decision, ideology of the people. Uh, yes, I do think that uh, there are many points, many positive points, many positive abilities through the internet. But in other countries, when I'm out of Iran, no, I touch physically, face to face with the people. I take part in events, so I I try to be a part of the events, not only an observer. So in Iran, I have to be only an observer. So that's why I make uh, programs. I make plans for me myself in Iran. I make some events to 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 not to forget that this is not. Uh, you are not supposed to be an observer. You have to act. You have to to be the the, the nature of the event. And now we are going because, uh, as I explained in before of the conversation, we're supposed to have in a, a, an international conference in Iran, uh, in Mila Tower, uh, within Oban. Uh, uh, so I'm always making uh, involve myself yeah. in, in events. Yeah. I see. Uh,
1: how much of a book reader are you? Do you like reading books?
0: And no. Uh, the only book that I have read completely was a book uh, that, that with the title of The Nietzsche the Criat. Nietzsche mm-hmm. I even read the book more than one time. Mm-hmm. I even go and refer to it time by time for looking for some uh, phrases there, some sentences there that they have. There. You know that this is not the real book. There was no time that Nietzsche and Freud met each other and lived together, yeah. and it's a virtual uh, story. But the, the the nature of these, the the, the the philosophy of these two people were connected by the writer together, and it was it it was a possibility for the reader uh, to have them and uh, connected and interacted with each other, yeah, yeah. and to get your own idea. That was the only book that I have read it many times. Uh, but in, in other books, I, I, I know they're fast reading. Mm-hmm. So I didn't spend a lot of time to, to read the book all the time, all of the pages. But uh, fast reading helps me to, to have time to read more books in one time.
1: Uh, when you enter a class, it feels to me like uh, you leave everything behind the door. You say all the problems yes. are out of here right now. I'm going to this class, and, and these are some new people that I want to meet, and uh, we want to talk. We don't want to. Uh, is, uh, your classes are not are not only about you teaching. It's all it's about our, us interacting. So to uh, to young uh, st- students and to young teachers, can you uh, kind of explain how you achieve this? How, mm. how do you do this?
0: It goes to the experiences I think that I had, but naturally it it goes to the changing of my philosophy of life because. Uh, Whenever I'm somewhere, uh, I was elected to to understand, to upgrade, to make stronger with the possibility that I have taken there. So the classroom is a chance for me to upgrade myself. I I do like to be concentrated there, because uh, outside of the door of the class, there is nothing to help me to reach the better. Uh, positive points of the possibility of the classes. So I close the door, and I'm here, I'm, I'm concentrated because I am fully interacted with the students. So I get better results. It goes to the experiences. Uh, it goes to Carlos Castanda. you know Carlos Castanda? I know, can you? Carlos Castanda, I, I suggest you to read some books of him. Uh, but honestly, I read his books completely. Yeah. I forgot that. Carlos Castaneda was a person was a writer who was looking for a new experiences in mental abilities. He went to the Southern Latin of America and he met a, a writer, neck uh, man. He was able uh, to connect with the nature. Here now, we have lots of noise here, but our mind, unconsciously, is ignoring some of them. So, Thomas Cassander, in his book, tried to teach the reader you can concentrate, you can ignore the negative points around you to reach the heart of the matter. It was very helpful. Another one was uh, the book of uh, James Redfield, uh, wrote a, a book. Uh, I cannot remember the right name of him, that book. But, uh, the same way of uh, preparing someone to concentrate was explained in that book through a story, not uh, not a teaching. Through a story, you could find that you can concentrate in talking with the plants too. You can be connected with the plants that you are growing, and I, I did it. I did this, this experience when I stopped to be connected with the plant that I was connected before. The plant died. Mm-hmm. The same thing is happening to me. If I be disconnected with the young people that are most important for me, maybe I should, I will die soon. This is uh,
1: a must of life for me, to be connected with you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, One of the reasons I teach, really, one of the most important reasons I teach is to meet new people and new ideologies. When we talk... I say, uh, hey, I think this this one will go into my book. Like I I think like, you know, like uh, right now I can talk like when I sit down with you and I talk about my ideologies, those are not exactly mine. They're not native to me. I I have gotten from, you know, different places, different people. So uh, I think each and every one of us, we need that connection with other people and we need that connection with new people every week, every month to keep upgrading ourselves.
0: You're, you're um, completely right. When you talk about Molabi, Molana, he had a person, not a teacher, a very important person beside him, Shams. Shams means light, the light of the sun. It ex- explains what was uh, the the position of Shams to Mola, Molana. Shams was not at the level of the Molana, very low. Yeah. But he was able to shock the Molana, to help Molana to rearrange his ability. So that was the reason that Molabi called him my shams. You give light to my dark part of my uh, identity. But I am the, the first character. I am the first uh, actor of this life. So, we are looking for the champs in lives. People are acting like champs for us, if we accept them, if we let them.
1: Otherwise, they are not no, just passing by each other. Uh, do you think um, our country has its own limitations that is not allowing us to um, kind of improve sometimes? Of course you can improve. Uh, you are you are supposed to
0: be improved. You are alive because of improvement, nothing else. But can you show me a hero that has never touched an accident, a, a bad situation, or strong situation? Never. Never. Uh, like. Ronaldo or some other people, they had tried a lot. They had some bad experiences before that made them to be strong. In this case, in this way of uh, thinking, I think the limitation can even more uh, than calm uh, atmosphere, atmosphere can help the people to improve themselves. It's a chance. This is not separated from the other part of the uh, Facts of life, you are important. How you can be connected with the events. Events are not important. Your capability, your ability, your interest, your belief, determines what you get. Not the things around you. No. When you, Mushiri says, when you open your eyes, you can see the sky is blue the sun is shining. He's talking about opening eyes. Out of your body, out of your physical body, uh, everything is for everybody. But what you get different from other people depends on yourself. How you determine, how you analyze it, how you use them, how you uh, get them to change your ideology, how you are uh, accepting the changes. You are important. You are the base of the world.
1: Um, a very like I know this um, psychologist, uh, and I follow this psychologist. His name is Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, wrote a book in which he says, um, "If you want to change the world, you need to organize your room." Yes. And uh, the first time I read this, I was like... I, I, like Because I've heard this from my dad so many different times. that, uh, <laughs> like, like, you can't really change the world yourself. Like, sometimes you need to change yourself in order to change the world. And Jordan Peterson talks about the fact that everybody is connected. And if you smile to your wife in the morning, your wife will smile to another person in the alley. And that person will smile to another person. And this chain will go on. Yes. And when you go out of your house... A person will smile at you because of a chain of reaction that you created. So, um, I kind of believe this. I believe this. I, I, I really do. And at the same time, I uh, even though like when I was a kid, I wanted to change the world. I mm, did it. And maybe I did. Or maybe I didn't. Of course you did. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, but at the same time, I believe in this. That if you uh, want to see change happen, sometimes you need to change yourself. If you think, like, I go outside and I drive my car and I... Like, I'm nagging all the time. Why is he doing that? Why is he doing this? But when it comes to me, I never ask myself the question. Why did you do that? Why did you cut in line? Why did you do that? So sometimes we need to look at ourselves in order to change what we want or what we need. And uh, the thing that you said about heroes, heroes can never become heroes if they don't understand what bad is. Yeah? They need to understand. They need to know (laughs) what bad is in, in order to become good. So I completely agree with you in all the things you just said. Yeah. <laughs> so um, do you watch movies? Yes, a lot. Well, do you have some sort of a, like a, a, a genre that you like to watch? Yes, At uh, Quantum atmospheres in the films.
0: It's when I suggested to, the, to my students to watch the films like uh, predestination, I'm talking about the codes that are important to me. A predestination goes to a scientific ideology that the time is in loop. Uh, we are a part of the life. We can change it. We are changed by life. Uh, I believe that the films are talking about the future. The movies are talking about the future. As you saw that they had some movies that, uh, during the past years were talking about a black president of the United States, about uh, talking about a woman to become a president of the United States, talking about uh, ending uh, life of the the earth, and so on. And connecting with the aliens and some others. I think that the uh, movies comes from the uh, imagination of the well-known people who are who can see future uh, closer than others. Mm-hmm. Not all of the films, or not all of the movies. Even in cartoons, in animation, you can find that uh, they are trying to prepare the people to accept the future which is coming. Yeah. You know, I do believe it.
1: Uh, do you have a favorite movie?
0: I said that, like, Predestination. And The Shack. And also The Shack is a good movie. Uh, they are totally separated. I'm not in one genre. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking for the chances. Everywhere is chances. If you can see there, they are there. In movies, you can see the future. The movies are talking about explaining and trying to explain the future, which is coming, which will come. Maybe not exactly the same, but you can you can guess what is happening because it, the movies are reflecting the the, the total uh, interest of the world. Not only a group of those
1: uh, people. Yeah. I understand. Um, as our last question, uh, where do you think the future of universities going? Which university? All the universities in the world. When, when, I, uh, uh, when somebody asked me, where do you think the future of money is going? Like, uh, where is that leading us to? And um, like when I was a kid, I never imagined uh, money to become just numbers. I always thought money is going to be some papers that I have that have value. And I pay things with those papers, basically. But now I don't really see papers anymore. I, all I see is numbers in my text messages. So I couldn't really imagine to be in this position. So where do you think the future of universities is going to? Like, I do you think uh, we, are going, we are going to go to universities again in 50 years' time? Or do you think everything's going to happen in our homes? Of course, a
0: big amount of time will be spent concentrating through the computers and nets, Internet, but touching is something else. You must be a part of the progress. You cannot guess, you cannot determine, you cannot count, you cannot uh, be limited in aesthetics. You must be a part of the, an event that can feel it, how it is working, so no. The university, vice versa, I think, that goes uh, much more vaster in the the society. It is, it will not be limited by the the walls in in an area. University can go everywhere, can be, uh, uh, can be active, can be active in anywhere. So no, university can be vaster. University will be not physically and not physically limited to the walls. So no, I, I believe that university will be. Uh, continued and also when we talk about the nets uh, they have to change, they have to uh, synchronize their uh, policies and their ability to the, so the needs of the society the society is moving according to quantum ideology, quantum ideology is not a rule, is a, a reality uh, so it, it it appears everywhere. The quantum reality says that you are a part of the whole and the whole is a part of you. You are interacting with each other. So the university cannot be separated from the society because it, you know, we, he, the university is not supposed to serve the, uh, the, the society. The society should serve the universities too, the vice versa. And it will be continued, not only the university, in any activity, I think, even in politics uh, or in economy. And any other things you, you can see the Uber, you can see the taxi. It's a new way of a business. Yeah. You have your own uh, uh, car, and you can get money, and you can stop working at any place that you like. You are important, as the customer is important, as the businessman is important, as the government is important. Yeah. Everything is everybody is satisfied. It's another way of life. Changing life. You cannot follow the, the, the old rules and get the future to the a good future. Future will destroy the rules. The science and the rules are made to be changed, to be upgraded, not to be fixed. Any fixture, any rigidity move makes you stop from the real position of the board. And the, this part of the limitation is very important. You cannot uh, limit a person and energy in a small place. And energy, will, uh, which is na- naturally is growing, it will destroy the limitations. There is no limitation forever. Yeah. So I'm not sh- thinking about the uh,
1: the limitation in Iran or in other countries. Okay? Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for accepting my challenge. And uh, in uh, like, who do you want to challenge next? Who do you want me to challenge next?
0: First, I must thank you that you are here. Second, again, I thank you to make a possibility for everyone, for some people to talk about and uh, talk about their experiences, the the way of life that they are following, that they believe in that, not to teach, not to lead the others, but as an experience can be uh, touched by the others, like the Shams ideologies. And third, uh, the life is challenging. When you stop challenging, you are not alive. So, I will be now involved in any uh, possibility which can be positive, which can change my society, uh, and which can first change my me, and then my, the people around me. I am ready to, to be involved in any challenges. But I'm not going to challenge to destroy any possibility, never. Because for destroying an energy, you need to spend your energy. I need my energy. I am not... I'm not having a, uh, unlimited energy. So I will be involved in any any challenge that you think or any other my good friends think that we can uh, improve the way of life that we have. That's amazing. Thank you mm, very thank
1: much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget about a challenge. I'll be waiting for your suggestions. Thank you again. See you soon.
0: Thank you for tuning in.